welcome to another Awaken Wednesday of Defy the Norm podcast. So Gabby and Isabel are joining me again uh, for some deep contemplation about what it's like to exist in this form called a human being. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're really, um, we're going to do some astrology talk today and go into uh, how we use our natal charts to help empower us to live really happy, fulfilling lives and maybe give you some insight into, you know, what parts of the natal chart could help you. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. Welcome to Awaken Wednesday. We try to always do these Awaken Wednesdays to, you know, uh, what do you think? Provoke some thought, deeper thought into the meaning of life and how we... Inspire some like different strategies and tools we use to constantly move into our highest self because honestly... I think we get the most fulfillment in life, not from climbing rocks, not from trying to hike to the tops of mountain peaks, but trying to reach, um, to aspire toward our highest self every day. Absolutely. I was thinking about that even today in uh, waking up. We're in South Lake Tahoe and we have a few days of not much physical activity. We're kind of have rest days. And I was thinking about like, oh, is this still like fulfilling? Even if I'm not doing a hike or a climb today. And I'm like, yeah, it's like the, the just the sum total of the experience uh, provides new stimulus to like, to evaluate life too, right? To yeah. Some, some, okay, so today we're going to go deep into the natal charts. Now, uh, Isabel, I know we've talked some about natal charts in the past, but in case this is the first time for you to be listening to us talk about this, will you give a little background about the natal charts or? Yeah. So I think this is really funny for those of uh, you listening who are like, okay, astrology is spiritual juju, and maybe the other half of you is like, I'm totally already into astrology. I know my sun, moon, sign, rising sign. When I first heard about um, natal charts, someone, I was uh, working at a coffee shop, and someone told me about it, and they were saying, you need to do your natal chart. You'll love it, and I think it's like the most inspiring thing for self-growth. And at the time, I did it. I was 14, regardless, and I was like, okay, this makes no sense. This is stupid. A year or two later, I did it again, and it was mind-blowing how accurate it was and how much it gave insight into my self-development, really. And so what your natal chart is, is that when you are born, imagine you have this graph of all our solar system and these planetary aspects that you'll hear about later. And when you're born, it's like a clock, and all the planets are spinning, and when you're born, it stops. And it makes this print as if um, where all the planets were as your at your birth that create your chart. So say, for instance, the planet Jupiter is in a certain position. Jupiter and mythology and, and astrology has these aspects to it, has these things that it controls, and by where it is, 
adds to your personality. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah and I think as we've more. learned more and more about quantum physics, we understand how like everything is energy. And so if you can wrap your head around the fact that everything is energy, these it how... seems like it could maybe be possible that it's true. Especially because I one thing I wanted to touch on was that you did say that you read when you were fourteen and didn't make as much sense. And that's the thing with astrology, I feel, in that it's a super, super powerful self development tool. But I, I think you have to first develop a, a sense of self-awareness first, mm -hmm. and then you can use astrology as another tier, another level of um, self-development. Absolutely. That's what started today was that we've been talking about launching this app. And I know intuitively in my heart, in my cells, that this is the next step I want to take. But I always struggle with self-doubt, and it comes up in... Um, you know, excuses or fears or worry, or really it comes out in me talking and asking my girls <laughs> questions all the time. Should we do this? Well, what should we do? How are we going to do it? Is this going to be okay? Da, da, da. And, and because of that, uh, I, I caught, so there was this first self-awareness of like, I want something more. I want to take our, our blog's great and stuff, but I wanted something that's more interactive and that formed better community. You know, given the state of the world, to me, I started the podcast in like, let's see if we can bring ideas together in a new platform. And so when I'm contemplating and worrying and oh, should we do this, should we not do it? I pulled up my natal chart and I went to my Lilith. So the Lilith, I like it when Isabel explains them. So your Lilith is... <laughs> so your Lilith is an aspect in your natal chart. It's not necessarily a planet. I'm actually not entirely sure what exactly the Lilith is. I'd have to check. But what the Lilith controls is an aspect in your natal chart that controls basically your shadow self, the part of you that is that you feel is unworthy or that you're insecure about or you feel you aren't allowed to embrace. So it could be often like an inner child wound in a way. What's funny is that, you know, if you are assuming that astrology comes from the time you're born, that it's not your upbringing or your environment that decides what you feel that you can't express or what is repressed. It's interesting to think about that the other way around, that you already um, have a preconceived notion about what has to be suppressed within you. It's really interesting to contemplate because it, it really takes you out of victim mentality because you can't just be like, well, my parents did this and it made me feel this way or my siblings or whatever, my family, my peers upbringing. It's kind of you that came first having that belief <laughs> absolutely so i go to um everything that i have done in the past always is always reverse engineered so i thought to myself okay i have this decision to make about this app L let me look at what my lilla says again and you know if we can overcome uh i think of it like you know if a then b if i could overcome this what would the end result be in you know the podcast that we're doing now and the blogs that we do together. I remember distinctly when my kids, when these girls were babies thinking like, I want a certain feeling in my relationship with my daughters. Well, well with all my kids, but I want a certain feeling. And so 20 years later to be like, wait, okay, I achieved that feeling because of a certain desire. So we come back to, to reverse engineering. And the big thing, my Lilith is about fear of taking the lead, asserting myself, and making decisions. Who would have thought for a type 8? Which is like crazy, right? In a way, like type 8 seems so assertive. Yeah, they but seem... they, seem, they totally coexist. 
in a way, and it actually makes perfect sense. Because right. our, our biggest strengths are also our greatest weaknesses. So. Do you want to go into no, what that seems first. obvious? So it does, while... While it seems like as a type eight, well, Robin, you just seem like you're always leading the way. You're so assertive. You you make all these decisions. Ironically, internally, I feel like um, maybe that I do it. And actually, I have a lot of doubt when I do it. That's why I ask the girls all the time, well, where do you want to go? Where do you want to climb this, this fall? What do you, uh, or my conversation with my husband's a lot, like, why don't you make any decisions? Why do I have to make all the decisions? <laughs> When deep down, even though it seems like I'm doing them all, actually, I have all this fear of doing it. And so in the end, I think uh, a couple days ago, before we decided to pull the trigger and spend the money on the app, I sat there to myself and I thought, like, if I was going to just lead the way and assert my intuition and just be 100% accountable to myself, what would I do? it was easy. Like it pulled the trigger. I, I did the work that I need to do. I'm like, I'm launching the app. Like I would, it, there's no hesitation, but yet there was hesitation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's like so crazy to look at, especially because when you read your Lilith at first, I remember before we even had this conversation, uh, I've hadn't read my nail chart in a while and I still, I I'd read it thoroughly a while back, but I didn't read it recently. And I forgot what my Lilith was and I didn't really pay attention to it. And then I went and reread it as we we're having this conversation and I was mind blown. So I was going to go into yeah, my Lilith. And my Lilith is in Gemini. And so what that means is that what my shadow self is or what I believe I'm not allowed to embrace, I think it's very funny because it's all about that I don't feel like I'm allowed to be loud or talkative because I'm naturally talkative and loud and a blabbermouth if I'm not allowed to be that type seven-ish um, And what's funny happy. is that, you know, if you, well, what I was saying earlier, how you can't really like blame it on your upbringing. Mm -hmm. It's funny because we always said, oh, it's just because of Jariah, who is our next, uh, Isabel's next youngest sibling. He's um, about to turn 13 and he's a loud seven. He's the most extrovert extrovert ever. And we always said, oh, it's because of Jariah's extrovertness being so close to Isabel's age that Isabel feels that. But it's funny because it's possible that that came first. Yeah, and the same thing when I was, especially when we first moved to an RV through uh, my tween years, um, I had much louder friends who were actually Geminis as well. And so it kind of silenced me a little, but it was really, it came first from me and I just didn't know how to uh, deal with that environment. So always I felt like this, I never even noticed until I read it recently. And I was like, whoa, there's this huge thing that's actually showing up every day for me where I feel like, oh, I shouldn't be talking this much. Oh, I should just be quiet. And I actually think the greatest example of this was um, I've always felt like I need to regulate my voice because of my Lilith and Gemini. And I was recently interviewed on this podcast, um, Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. And I remember in that interview, I was super nervous because I'm like, oh, I'm getting carried away. I'm getting sidetracked. I shouldn't be talking this much. I should just stick to my point. And I was like really insecure afterwards. I'm like, I was thinking, did I do that interview good? Did I show up childish? And I was super worried. And then when the interview got published, I kept seeing all these uh, notifications coming in of people saying that they loved it, that they enjoyed it, that I was inspiring. And that was a huge wake up for me of saying like, oh, I can embrace a little bit of this, a little bit of this chattiness, not necessarily going off topic, but I can allow that as part of myself to show yeah. up. Do you think, um, cause I think your Lilith in general is something that's very uncomfortable to step into. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you, um, it doesn't, I don't perceive that you're very uncomfortable stepping into your Lilith, but do you feel 
like you well were. i didn't realize it until i mean i guess i've always kind of known but i didn't realize how much it is something that limits me because i would probably uh i actually no i i realize i've hid behind your dad's career a lot and um and always like, well, he needs to be feel fulfilled and take the role in things. And I should just be helping him. And I'm just okay as long as we're having fun adventuring. And the more I got closer to getting this app, I was like, no, no, no. I want this. I know, like, it, it's funny because I seem so confident, but I realized that it was my lack of confidence in my ability to lead and uh, communicate. I mean, isn't it the reason I've written two books and done nothing with them? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> possibly. And so, I, so I do think it is uh, something that I'm going to constantly struggle with, but I have to create some form of ritual or habit or awareness, uh, maybe mantras that help me remember that it is my struggle because it's very easy to get busy or to have so many other elements where you're you know, pursuing, whether it's climbing or going on a road trip or hiking or just just having a lot of kids that that it's easy for me to forget that focus it's easy for me to forget so in some ways um you almost because you have astrology now it is going to set you up to be um more quote-unquote successful in this i consider um, myself project. a very mindful person but i think astrology helps me take mindfulness to a whole nother level of action Mm -hmm. That's what I noticed is that I didn't, you know, we've only been doing the moon omens. Um, so in, in addition to our natal charts, we always download our moon omens and tomorrow's July 1st. And so horoscope. <laughs> yeah. And so we'll, we'll like download it today and we're going to end up reading through it. And I think I'm already mindful, but I think like I'm aware in the sense of like what I really want, what makes me happy, maybe my struggles and, but I'm not necessarily like as action oriented which I know compared I'm action oriented, but I'm not as action oriented as I want to be. And so I'll look at those as like insight to, oh, this is telling me to take this step yeah, or mean, to take this risk. Moon Omens does such a good job giving you um, high levels of consciousness to aspire to. You know, yeah. a lot of people take, astro I think that's what astrology gets such a bad rap because yeah, um, you get a lot of people who are like, you might go to the mall today because yeah. you're being like, you this go, is queen. really aspiring for our highest selves. Yes. And, um, and, uh, it also gives you something to, to specifically focus on. I think like, uh, you know, even in the sense of maybe you don't believe Venus rules this specific thing and Mars is all about this specific thing. Um, Let's just say um, it's not real. You could just use it as signs, and that helps you stay accountable to specific things instead of feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, right? I agree with that a ton. We didn't want this one, this episode to get to be an hour because we could go into so many other elements of the natal chart like North Node and Mercury, and we'll save those maybe for next week. But what, what you're saying, Gabby, is so true because if I just take my... Lilith and my North Node and realize that I have a fear of leading and asserting myself and making decisions, but I have to be more vulnerable, let people in, basically delegate better. Just for me to replay that in my mind, like it's okay for me to command. It's okay for me to lead and delegate and let other people figure out how to do it, like not yeah. have to control every element of the whole process. It's it, yeah, It's really complicated and yet so simple in my head to just be like, just That's my in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Really complicated and really simple. Yeah. Actually, I think those two things are 
really good combo to look into together, your Lilith and your North Node, because your North Node is kind of about like what you need to do for mindfulness and self-development in the long run. And your Lilith is really, I think, personally, about how you can be mindful in day-to-day. -day. Because I didn't realize how much my Lilith showed up in my day-to-day -day life. Um, Daddy, what was your Lilith like? Um, I didn't get to talk about yours, so I yeah. can't remember what yours was. Mine is Lilith. My Lilith is an Aquarius. So mine is about, um, which is really interesting. This, I don't know if this, this conversation could be <laughs> a different aspect of what we're talking about. But my Lilith is about feeling ashamed for wanting to be a part of a community. And I think it's interesting in the grand scheme of our RV life um, of, yeah. of not really, of actually kind of having to step into your individuality. And I always thought that that was a good thing and it's kind of made me who I am today because I was. So um, I was accountable to having to, put, to embrace my individuality and self-worth from within and not from any community or group or peers. But that is interesting to know that that's my Lilith now because I've always thought of that as a good thing that you shouldn't want to, shouldn't be a part of a group. Like that's in my head, it sounds a bad saying, but in my head, it was like, you shouldn't want to be um, a part of a group. That's, you need to be your own individual self because that's how you create fulfillment from within. And then it's weird because I didn't know about my Lilith until those last six months and like, oh, I'm not supposed to repress that you're supposed mm -hmm. to want it's okay to want to be a part of a group but that could be a whole <laughs> other yeah. conversation i think that's gonna be a good one especially after this weekend that um when we go to uh, the music and sky festival i think it'll be interesting we should come back to that and reflect on it um before we wrap up one thing though <clears throat> we don't want to get too much into your mercury sign we we want to talk about this at some point but your mercury sign really relates to your throat chakra and then since we are talking uh, about Lilith today, and I thought it's interesting that my struggle, uh, I said that we started, when I started this podcast in the first one, is that I, I ended up where I was in life because I didn't feel understood. And when I was reading back through my natal chart, it said, it says that uh, as a child, um, she's very introvert, like she doesn't share her emotions much. And it was really interesting to me because I do think that that um, was a story. We think, oh, nobody listened to me as a kid. And so that's a little bit of a victim mindset. They didn't hear me. They didn't ask me the questions I wanted to. But when I read my natal chart, I take it as more self-responsibility in that I wasn't ready to share my thoughts with people when I was younger. Yeah. And so in in total, like to, to take any element of your life and switch it from victim to self-responsibility is pretty transformative. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> it's really interesting to think about it because, you know, we hear all these things about your programming, your programming, your programming. In fact, um, I, <laughs> we talked about Dr. George Spence on another podcast, but I just saw, I, I told you about this quote the other day over here and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, pretty much your entire your, your habits, your actions, your mannerisms, everything, um, at, once you turn 35 is just a response. It's not conscious whatsoever, and it functions exactly like a computer program. Yeah, that's, 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 and so it's it is pretty powerful. And so it's you correlate the two, because, you know, it, that is also true, and, like, astrology could also be true. Right. Oh, and we could even go a step further to see how they're both, the same. the same right but but that might get complicated for um for tonight or for today, today. um so do you want to have anything else you wanted to add in we're 
Well, no, mine's a little sidetracked, so we can save, we'll save it for next podcast. All right, yeah, we are, we're on the road heading towards Music and Sky Festival, so we just wanted to record Probably real quick and find some Wi-Fi. Have, um, this podcast will not get posted until Thursday morning, so I apologize that your Waken Wednesday will not be delivered on we'll Wake Wednesday. Thursday and honestly, Saturday solo cast is probably not going to happen this week because we will not have cell service while we're out in the Sierras. I feel really guilty. Um, and because not guilty, I shouldn't say guilty because I don't feel guilty. I'm just uh, a little disappointed in myself because I didn't do it last week, and then Victor did it, and I feel like, man, I haven't been on my solo cast for a long time. But, but I think I'm building up steam. I'm built, and, and there's so much um, to cover because I really wanted to talk about. We had a really, I had a really bad emotional interaction with my dad this week, and then I came across a quote after afterwards actually my husband came across a lewis house quote um that's by who i don't know airy stew is that the who the quote's by anyways you cannot heal a person who keeps using their pain as an excuse to hurt you and that was going to be my whole solo cast i wanted to talk about it but i'm probably going to lose that thought and someone will have to remind me to come back to it because i know a lot's going to happen between in our life between now and 10 days from now yeah. so yeah yeah, that's a total side note, but you can go and look back at your natal chart if you have people that are in your life that are not serving your highest self and, you know, letting go is so important, but at the same time, it's one of the hardest things to do in life. So, yeah, so definitely look at your Lilith and your North node. It's pretty easy to find out if you just search like online uh, how to do a natal chart or like get my natal chart and you'll find it on there. It'll definitely be a little confusing because there's a lot of information, but it really is straightforward. You just keep a level head and definitely try to notice where in your life your north node and your lilith have come up i think that's really important and it's a great time to do it right now because we're in cancer season and it's all about healing so and yeah. if you have trouble analyzing it like nothing brings me more joy than helping somebody analyze their natal chart <laughs> and i'm we're really excited to be um like we talked about you know this this app was um something we've been contemplating for a while i think it's been what a month, even two months that we've been contemplating. Should we do it? Should we not? Should we commit? I even Is remember it... from the beginning, we were saying like, how cool would it be to have an app? And now it's finally coming. Yeah. Through. I mean, from the beginning, we said that, but we, we discovered that, um, the platform that we're going to use, um, and it's going to be, I think we're committed to it now and we're going to be, um, getting, uh, the app set up over the next two weeks. Um, I really wanted to launch it by my birthday, July 6th, but we're going to be out of Wi-Fi until then. So yeah. I'm hoping, I'm, I think it's going to get launched July 13th. Just putting it out there. It's going to be super awesome. You guys, it's going to be everything. Um, it's going to be a place for us to gather and actually do these fun, um, exercises and strategies and work and use these tools together in one place because we love telling you guys, oh, this is what we do. And we recommend that you guys try it too because it brings us a lot of joy. But now with this app, we're gonna be able to actually bring you guys live events, lots of um, videos throughout the week with workouts, yoga, meditation, and our favorite, I'm so excited to be doing um, full moon and new moon rituals. Me and Isabel love doing oh, those. those so um, Not so to mention too, we're gonna have all our courses on there if for like way cheaper price so that you can just like have them all at one time. And I think that's really cool that you can like just branch out and do anything at your own pace and always have access to it. Yeah, and on the app, you guys are going to be able to um, talk to other people in the community. So it's actually legitimately, it's almost a new social media platform on top of all of the videos and live events we're going to be offering to you guys. So we're super excited to start sharing that with you guys in the coming weeks after Music and Sky Festival. 
I'm so excited. I'm speechless because I'm just so excited. I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> All right, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. We will um, be back next Wednesday with an Awaken Wednesday. Love you. <laughs>